Let's have a great time, everybody. All smiles. Here we go. Mom, go away. I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Verified. My name is Shane. My name is Carlos. This is very exciting, guys. We have a great guest in store, as per usual. She's currently a very involved high school senior, part of many different clubs and different activities. A very studious student, as recently our guest has been admitted and gone into Yale, which is very exciting. That's a, that's a top-tier school, for those of you who somehow don't know that. Talk about high school, talk about many different things. Please welcome Genesis. How's it going, Genesis? Um, it's going great. Thank you for that illustrious introduction. What's the secret? How do you get into Yale? You know, that is such a good question, and I I really wish I knew. I don't, maybe sacrifice a body or something? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just go back to the beginning and just, why did you choose Yale, and what other colleges were in the in the race? In my freshman year, I was just, uh, like, I didn't even watch Gossip Girl or Gilmore Girls or any of the, like, Yale-centered shows, but I was just like, you know what? Yale sounds good. And that was it. I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, Yale, that's the one. Now, of course, there are reasons I want to go, um, but definitely for the last four years, it was just like, Yale is the one. I don't, couldn't tell you why, but that's that's the one. And then my second choice has always been like UNC. Yes. Honestly, it was basically those two. I was like, that's where I'll end up eventually. Somewhere blue. How was your high school experience academically and what things did you have to do to be at you know, the high level that you are? I took English freshman year. My gosh, that class put me through the ringer. That was my first C. I didn't get a C in the class, but one day I logged on to power schools and I, there was a C. I had like a 75 and I, that was like my first high school mental breakdown, which is so fun looking back that mm. that's where it all started. I left that class with a 91. That's a comeback story. That is my lowest grade of all of high school. I think when I leave, I'll have taken 13 APs. Didn't do dual enrollment because it seemed like too much work to drive to Wake Tech. Uh, my GPA, I have a 4.528, I believe, last time I looked. Class rank-wise, I am in the 20s somewhere. Um, couldn't tell you where. And then I think it's out of like 696 people-ish, um, maybe. I, last time I looked at my transcript was months ago. I don't like looking at it. It stresses me out. So, but. Um, you know, I feel like academic-wise, high school is not incredibly hard. Definitely didn't sleep a lot. Let's go back to, to the Yale interview. I mean, what were the kind of things you talked about? What were the kind of feelings you had going into it? Describe that kind of situation. It was, I'm, I was on FaceTime with someone and I got the email and I was like full on panic mode because it was my first college interview. And I was like, of all the schools that would be the first to interview me, of course, it's the one I care about the most. I fumbled the ball. I called him by his first name instead of Mr. Don't know what I was thinking. He was definitely old enough to be my father, but it's okay. I've, I don't think about that every day. At first it was a FaceTime call and then he couldn't hear me. So then I, we had to switch to a phone call, which was terrifying. What do you do? Why do you want to go to Yale? Um, you know, tell me about your Yourself. And so I was like, how do I condense everything I've done in the last four years into a half hour conversation that makes you want to tell the lovely people in the Yale admissions office that, you know, you should admit me as one of these 8,000 people who are applying to your school. If my interviewer is watching this, I want to apologize for not calling you Mr. That was <laughs> 
that was my bad. What is your opinion on like hyper competitive college process? Like people just doing things solely based on getting mm-hmm. into a college. Like it's not for profits that, you know, around for a year, leave as soon as a dude gets into to Stanford or something. Normally, I'm of the opinion people should do whatever they want, you know, wherever their heart takes them. And if it gets them into college, great. I think there's no point in doing something like that because I feel like you're writing about a basic nonprofit that has really done nothing and that you don't really care about. And I feel like admissions officers can see that you don't get like I've done so much stuff through high school and like half of it did not make it onto my app because I just didn't care enough about it to put it on there. It wasn't like I was doing it specifically for college. I was doing it because I enjoyed doing it, but I didn't care enough about it for it to be on my application. If you're like, okay, I'm going to start a nonprofit specifically to get me into the school. You have to remember there are 10 million kids across this country who are doing the exact same thing. You are not special. Everything you think you're doing that is unique, someone else is doing it. So just remember, do things that you care about and then your application will become better for it. On how we're being prepared in high school and how you were prepared in high school, I feel like a lot more could be done to help aid them to get there. What was your process of getting there and how much did high school help you? I think a lot of the stuff I did was self-guided. It was like I was really into historical stuff or like midi- like I went through a period where I was like obsessed with Tudor history or I was obsessed with this and like from that I was able to like follow my interest with that and like join or do stuff that was related to that but I think like high schools really leave behind kids who aren't self-motivated like if you are the type of person who like isn't going to join a club because you're not really sure what it's about or like you don't have the like it never occurs to you to like find something academic or extracurricular that's related to something you might be interested in then you're kind of out of luck because you'll like wake up uh engineer and be like oh i need to apply to college and then you have like nothing really outside of school for the past like three years um because mm-hmm. i think all of our classes are like academic based which is fair and they should be but i think we should have more classes that are just like about exploring your interests or and I think we do have extracurriculars like that but I don't think they're promoted like they should be it's either you go out and look for the information by yourself someone tells you what you need to do or you just you kind of figure it out when you're doing that you kind of miss out on stuff and so I think that's a big problem we have stress up those and those Ivy League class like schools are like insanely high what are you planning on doing to make sure you don't fall into those like pitfalls or like are you scared of falling into those pitfalls I think, and that's a that's a really good point. I think that's something people should look for when they're looking for colleges. Like, uh, part of the reason I didn't apply to Cornell is that they have to put nets under their bridges to keep their students from jumping off. Um, yeah. And like, instead of investing in you know clinics or counselors or stuff, they're like, yeah, we'll just put nets under the bridges, and that's that's the solution. Uh, and I think, but specifically for me at Yale, I think my main concern and something I have to prepare myself for is like. I feel like when you go to these schools, like you're told your whole life that you're like the best or like you're at the top or whatever, you're like so special. And then go to a school where everyone has been told their whole life that they're the best and they're at the top and they're special. I don't think I do well with being mediocre. And I have this fear that I'm going to go to school and be mediocre. And I think that's something I just have to, you know, if I can't entirely prevent it, then I have to accept it. And that's something I have to come to terms with. What was your reaction? Shane, uh, as rightfully put here, did you lose your dookie when uh, 
you saw that confirmation email. So leading up to the decision, I was going to be driving back from Charlotte. I'm going to get home around like one, two. The decisions come out at seven. I'm not going to look at it before I start driving back. I got rejected. I would be sobbing on the interstate. And I feel like that I would be a danger to myself and others in mm-hmm. that case. I'll open it when I get home at like 12. Um, and then I'll have the appropriate reaction and I'll go to bed. You know, if I'm sad, then I, I can go right to bed and it won't matter. I don't know what I was on, but somewhere around the 10th, the 11th, I was like, no, that's when, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to get back from Charlotte, go to bed around three in the morning, mm. look at it, and then go. It sounded good in the moment. It was a stupid idea. And I admit oh. that. The whole ride back from Charlotte, I was still a danger to myself and others. Definitely felt like I was going to throw up. Not fun at all. Um, I got back, I put on my Yale sweatshirt because I was like, this might be the last time I ever get to wear this. Uh, <laughs> Before you burn it, yeah. possibly. Like, I mean, either, either I'm wearing this for the rest of my life or I'm burning it to my, tonight. Watching the hell out of it. <laughs> I got back, went to bed, woke up at three in the morning. I saw like a uh, form for admitted students at the bottom of my portal. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got in. Like I knew before I opened the letter that I had seen that, which was kind of sad. Um, mm. but then I opened it and Gail has this little bulldog song that plays when you get in. So, you know, immediately was not expecting that. <laughs> That's weird. This feels like a mistake. And then I went back to bed and I told my parents in the morning and they screamed and I was like, okay, that seems like a more appropriate reaction. I didn't, I didn't freak out. Cause I don't think I thought it was real. I was like, they're going to tell me in the morning, like, Hey, ignore that. That wasn't meant for you. Um, <laughs> I didn't freak out or scream or cry. Like I thought I would, which is unfortunate, but you know, it's okay. I got it, and that's what matters. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. If you want to help us out, you can follow us on whatever podcast listening platform you're currently listening on. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to check us out on Instagram and TikTok, we're called at verified.talk. Post a little clips and little things there. If you can check us out on YouTube, we're called Verified Media on YouTube, and you'll see like our video kind of podcast kind of deal over there. Thank you so much, Genesis. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you guys next week whenever we upload another episode. Tell it all. Mom, go away. I'm recording a podcast. Podcast. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast.